You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ask the Expert podcast. I am your host, Anne-Marie Cross, branding communication strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Joining me on today's show is Stacey Smith, the entrepreneur's ambassador and small business protection specialist. She works with small businesses during the startup phase as well as growth phases to help them protect themselves from business risks and set themselves up to build significant value and experience rapid growth in their businesses. And on today's show, Stacey's going to share why it's important to learn from other people's mistakes, why a head in the sand approach never leads to a valuable and strong business, as well as surrounding yourself with people who have different skills to you so you can tap into their expertise. And of course, uh, Stacey's going to showcase some of her expertise today. Welcome to the show, Stacey. Thank you very much. This area of protecting your brand and, and really ensuring that you have the key foundations in place is very important. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's something that most people actually leave to the very last if they ever do it at all because everyone's so busy just jumping in and getting started. Mm-hmm. They don't sort of stop and take a moment and make sure they're just taking some extra steps and getting it right early on so that they've got a better chance of that success they're looking for. So let's talk about the importance of learning from other people's mistakes. Why do you say that that is important for us? Oh, look, it's human instinct for us to think that it won't happen to us Mm -hmm. and for us to think that, you know, um, you know, I'll be fine just doing it my way. What happens to others won't happen to us. And then people go along and they find themselves in trouble. And it's usually in hindsight that they look back and go, oh, gee, if only I'd asked that question of someone who's been there before me, Mm -hmm. um, then maybe this, this problem I'm having right now wouldn't happen. And everybody, what I find, you know, in my experience is being when you're in the problem, it's the p- impact of that problem in terms of the time, money and effort it takes to try and get out of it. Mm-hmm. doesn't just impact your business, it impacts everything around you. It can impact your relationship, your well-being, your balance, everything. And it's never worth it. I mean, mm. in my view, it's never worth getting in the problem, particularly when there are often steps you can take to prevent that problem happening in the first place. So that's why I'm all about prevention rather than cure. Like get in and ask the questions and get things in place to prevent problems happening or to at least reduce reduce their impact yeah um and and you know business is a mystery yeah, we've been doing is. it for years, you know, mm-hmm. like learn from other people. Hindsight is certainly a valuable tool. And unfortunately, for some people, it can be a very costly uh, one as well. And I'm sure you've heard of that saying, we don't know what we don't know. Yes. So it's very important to observe what's going on and to educate ourselves. What would you say are some of the key things that business owners are really not taking into consideration? And when they don't, it could really have them end up with an incredibly big challenge that they have to overcome what are some of the top things that you see happening yeah it's a fantastic question because you know 
you don't know what you don't know is mm. where I practice every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all about educating people to, to what they should look at. So look, some of those those really key things, people um, often don't look at their business structure early enough. They've either got some advice from an accountant or they've just set themselves up as a sole trader with an ABN. And particularly as people start to get some traction that they don't stop and take a look at, is this structure still appropriate for what I'm doing and where I'm going? Because getting that right can not just add protection, but some add real, real value. You mm. to a business so it's important to keep looking at that uh, trademarks uh, protecting your trademarks is such an easy thing to do but one of the real things that people miss is getting some advice about whether their trademark is actually protectable before they commit themselves financially and emotionally to it mm-hmm. so there are just there are just some uh, there are some marks that can't be protected because they might be descriptive or someone else might be using it or there's various reasons but if you know that when you're developing your brand then you have the opportunity to develop into something different that you can then get protection Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. so ask that question really early on yeah I can imagine that at that startup stage when people are going through a brand process and really trying to define who they are and all that if you don't ask that question early on you could go through that whole design process get your business cards print all of that kind of thing to only learn that hang on a second now that you're wanting to trademark that mm, you can't do it and that could be extremely costly too can't it absolutely and the biggest thing that i find and look there are sometimes there are ways around it i guess that's one of my specialities is Mm -hmm. trying to trying to fix what you've broken because people are so emotionally attached to it it is such a big process everyone's brand reflects who they are and their brand personality so Mm -hmm. you know when you've committed to something no one wants to change that yes um and that's when it gets really challenging so if you can look at it early on in the process it does make it a lot easier Mm. i've got a a um an example and i'm sure you've got many too and this was uh, for one of the guests that was on my women in leadership podcast she had just gone through a bit of a rebranding process and articles on her own podcast show and across different websites she'd used a particular term after a few months someone reached out to her and said you need to remove that from your website you cannot call yourself that because we've trademarked that phrase that was uh, a real shock for her but that kind of thing can happen can't it it happens a lot uh, and i think a lot of that stems from people not actually understanding who have rights i i respond in a lot of facebook groups and other forums where people are which i love that they're asking questions within the group to make sure that they they've got information to hand but i often see people saying oh um there's a business but they're not trademarked so therefore i'm i'm okay to use the name right it's mm. like well you know there are rights in an unregistered trademark as well is registered so it goes a little beyond that just um you know reach out and ask the people around you who've got experience or or a specialist in that area because it doesn't take a lot to get that answer in the beginning rather than trying to avoid the consequences later and I think a lot of what we're talking about really does stem to what we said earlier on the show a head in the sand approach is not going to build a strong and valuable business are there any other areas where you see business owners taking that well it's not really going to happen to me so I won't bother uh, investigating and implementing any further Yeah, look, there are a number of areas that you really need to look at. One of the key ones that a lot of people miss is is something as basic as your website policy. So, you know, Mm. anybody approaching or visiting your website has the ability to take some information from that website, use it in the wrong way, and then they're going to point the finger at you and say that they relied on something you told them. Mm -hmm. And you may not even know they were ever there. So there's some basic policies that can be put into place there to sort of put everyone on notice that, you know, you're not representing anything on your website and if they 
need that information speak to you. Uh, little things like that. Other things, your customer contractor. I see a lot of people. Uh, this is becoming more and more popular. And I understand because small business is expensive and it's difficult. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to use their competitors' customer contractors. Go, great, I'll just copy that and use that. <sighs> One of the real problems I see there is that your customer contract should really reflect your sales process and everybody's sales process is unique to them. My catchphrase always comes back to manage expectations. If you've managed an expectation, then people aren't going to complain because they expected it. So they might not like it, but they're not necessarily going to complain about it. And if you've hidden something, there's two two things here. The first thing is if you don't have it in your T's and C's, then they never knew about it and then they'll definitely have a whinge. The second thing is is if it's important to you and it's important for the customer to know it, don't go and hide it in your T's and C's. Put it there, but then do everything you can to make sure that client knows what's expected of them, Mm -hmm. which might be an email reminder or a a flash notice coming up on your website once they've hit the buy button. Whatever it is, if it's important to you, just make sure that you're telling them about it. As you said, it's easier to manage it expectations at the beginning than having to manage uh, miscommunications and so forth at the end. And it can be very costly and damaging to your brand very important we did touch on this the importance of surrounding yourself with people who have different skills to you let's just remind people why is this so key Oh, because today, one of the things that I always say is in today, business owners don't need to have all the answers. They just need to surround themselves with people who do and then be brave enough to ask the questions. And and that's how the world has changed. Back in the day, you you, you wouldn't want to show a sign of weakness by asking a question from someone because it would look like you weren't all over it and you didn't have it all together. Mm. But today, what's being really propelled out there is that you specialize in what you're good at and where your strengths are. And then you rely on other people who have strengths and other other capacities mm-hmm. because that's that's where you can grow and it's also where you can expand your networks and your protection and the value of your business because yeah. no one expects you to have all of those answers and your time is just better spent doing the stuff you're great at and allowing other people to do the things that they're great at. Yeah, I'm, I'm a true believer in that as, as mm. well. Now, just a couple of uh, celebrations of your milestones. Stacey, you won the 2015 Edupreneur. So Edupreneur, I've never seen that word before. So that's obviously something they've coined an award in law and that recognised your efforts in educating small businesses about protection and their business and of course growth and you were working as a vision partner with the entourage which is Australia's largest community of entrepreneurs and this of course has given you the opportunity to do advise hundreds of new business owners and help them realize their dreams so huge congratulations for that thank you (laughs) and of course you're coming down and speaking a little bit more about protecting your brand that's just so very important did you just want to give us a little hint about some of the things you you're going to be covering in the upcoming workshop Oh, look, absolutely. It's, you know, trademarking and brand protection has been my baby for 20 years. It's something mm. that everybody loves because everyone loves their own brand. So, and so few people understand about it. So we're going to be covering things like, you know, what makes a strong brand? So where can you start from to make sure that you've got something that's not only being capable of protection, but then can also build significant value in your business? We'll look at tips and tricks that if you already have a brand in place and you're not sure whether or not you're having trouble infringing someone else's rights how do you find that out and what can you do about that Mm. and then looking at additional you know consistency of brand throughout your business and why that's important and why that's going to build real value for your business and potentially increase the sale price when you ultimately want to exit because the consumers 
understand what you're about. They understand your story. They're with you on the journey and they just want to buy from you because your brand speaks directly to them mm. and just makes them say yes. Yeah. So those are a few key things there. Oh, it's going to be exciting. So any last words of advice, information or inspiration that you would like to leave with people today? Look, I think the main thing is that, you know, I'm I'm so excited to be to be able to be part of small business and entrepreneurs' journeys and, and really be a resource for them just to ask the questions. And if I could just encourage everyone to do that, just mm. use the resources that are around you, ask the questions. People like me in various industries are just so excited to be able to help and make sure that you're getting smart information so you can make really clever choices. Never be afraid to, mm-hmm. to step out and ask for help and, and you know, there's more of me out there who just really want to give back and, and see everyone succeed. Yeah, love that. And of course, you can come and ask more questions and of course, learn more about how you can protect your brand by coming to the Business Marketplace. Stacey will be there delivering her workshop. So an absolutely incredible opportunity to get informed, to get educated, and of course, be able to ask lots of more questions of Stacey. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. So we hope to see you at the Business Marketplace Summit. The summit's on Wednesday, October the 12th at the Melbourne Showgrounds. There is an exciting lineup of guest speakers. Of course, one of those is Stacey delivering one of the workshops. We've got world-class keynote speakers as well, including Sam Cawthorn, who is the CEO of Speakers Institute. He'll be there to help us master our communication for influence. Again, there's four powerful workshops based around the four bank principles. Breakthrough offer, armchair strategy, negotiation skills, and community market, as well as over 120 stallholders with specialist products and services to help you in your business. To find out more and to grab your tickets, go to bit.ly bit.ly forward slash bank summit. B-A-N-C and S, they are all capitals, Bank Summit. Hope to see you there or click through on the link to secure your ticket. You've been listening to Ask the Expert podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to asktheexpertpodcast.com.